here we are and welcome to a reverse time traveling entropy version of the friday night movie podcast i don't know we're going to try to understand the movie tenet today which we just watched and that's really going to be the focus of this conversation so if you haven't seen it after we talk about the updates of our lives i um, think it's the opposite shy i don't mean to interrupt but since we're in reverse What's the opposite of a spoiler? Because I think we're doing a service if people listen to this episode, then watch the movie. That's fair. I will say, normally we would say spoiler. Actually, we don't even say spoiler alert half the time. But truly, this like this isn't a movie that's easy to understand. You kind of have to watch it, I think, backwards and forwards anyway. So we're going to talk about it, Tenet. Yeah, and there's a I lot think of could do multiple viewings. There's a lot of awesome stuff to talk about, but I think you're going to also get some good funny bits in the process as we as we process this. So that's just the upfront warning to everyone. This episode is all about Tenet. And uh, but before we get there, I would love to know, Becky, how goes the moving saga? You're now Airbnb up. It seems that your kids seem to be enjoying it. What's the latest? I've developed, a lot of things I've developed a facial tick as a response to all the stress. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm realizing I think is something mom does. I mean, our listeners won't be able to see, but I started going like this. You know, like kind of like curling my upper lip and like biting my lower lip at the same time repeatedly throughout the day every time somebody asks me a question about the move (laughs) in fairness though the level of stress mom would have to have in order to do that versus you is much higher like for mom to get to that point we really had to be i'm pretty resilient i'm pretty resilient but yes (laughs) you look Uh, great though i gotta say so do I? Yeah, you look how can awesome. You see me through, how can you see me through these bags under my eyes? I mean, you're not well lit, up, but you look pretty I've great. I've been up so. since 4. Thank you. I've been up since 4 a.m., so I appreciate that. So, Lily, so that's the yeah. Becky situation. My yeah, life's new good. Facial I'm tics, eating chocolate bars tics. with my kids on the chairlift. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you making your pocket chocolate sandwiches, all right? I don't even <laughs> don't even get me started. Becky, I, I have like making... facial tics and I'm I'm living in tenant because I am both living in the past and present and future at the same time because I think when you sleep as little as I do, time space continuum becomes blurred and what is now and what is past. And I am in a perpetual state of jet lag, which I imagine they must be too. And, and you're putting addressed. things in large containers. I didn't and see gonna a reappear. single person I'm in that movie take a nap. I'm, so. I'm putting, no, they did. They took a nap in the shipping container. That very yeah. specific you know, I guess. That's the one time they sleep. Yeah, I guess you're this right. is one of the few movies where people actually nap. Um, I, I, yeah, my life is great. We're, we got a pocket. We, we got a pocket toaster, like a pocket sandwich maker, which my wife threw out my original one, I'm sure. Why? Like, Cause just, just, it's like, you know, there's just, I've got a lot of stuff and sometimes there's some casualties is the best way I can describe it. Somebody thinks they could get rid of one of your things and you wouldn't notice. Well, Well, shame on that again. So forever, no, but forever I've been talking about, where is it? Where is it? And Allie's just like, I have no idea. And I'm like, you know what? That's not true. But so what I did was is the other day I showed the kids on YouTube. Like I was like, guys, we need a pocket sandwich maker. And they're like, we do. And I'm like, yeah, so I do. showed I them know. an infomercial yeah. on YouTube and they were, oh my God, we have to get this. So I was like, yeah. And then, right. so then I was like, all right, you, so here's the thing. Mom comes down, you tell her, you saw this thing on YouTube and we've got to get it. And they totally told her that I told them to. But anyways, they're much cheaper now than they were years ago. I got the Hamilton Beach one for 17 bucks. It arrived. Um, we put Wonder we keep Bars. calling it a pocket sandwich maker so that other people understand what you're talking about. But in our household growing up, it was called a Kvetch toaster. It absolutely called the Kvetch toaster. And the Greenman family in Israel is the first time mm-hmm. we experienced the Kvetch toaster. It was at their house in 1991. And I don't think they listened to the show, but that is it. And it, yeah, why well, I don't know why it's called a Kvetch, but a Kvetch does Kvetch know, mean but, make a pocket sandwich in Yiddish? I don't, I don't know, know, but last time I was, I was visiting them, they... Sarah made me a kvetch, a kvetch toast, a kvetch sandwich. Oh. It's very special. So that's what's going on in my life. Life is good here. Lily, how are you? And like, what's what's happening? So, was Jose just whispering? Is he trying to be on the show? You just hear him whispering in the background. Does he want to explain Tenet to Don't, us? Oh, she's on mute now. Something's going on. 
Oh boy. I keep talking about myself. It's my favorite subject. <laughs> Should I? What else would you like to know? Beck, I would like to know. Sorry, guys. What? Sorry. Somebody doesn't is married to somebody who doesn't understand like the concept of mute and unmute. And I thought you wanted to explain tenant to us. He definitely does not want to explain that movie to you. <laughs> All right. Well, um, quickly but, tell us how you are and then yeah. let's jump into the movie. I'm just gonna say that um Shai, you said a, a great line to me today that um my kids will be very confused about seasons. I don't know if it was today. I guess we talked about that. Something. Or it was that Becky. Was it was Becky. I think yeah. you will be very confused in general. And <laughs> um, <laughs> I also don't sleep. So this is a product of that. So we had a really cool uh, few days because there was a really big storm here. And because even though I live in like a place where there's beach and beautiful weather and it's an island, it's extremely tall. It's 12,000 feet tall. So when there's a storm in the winter, we get snow at the top. But um, there was so much snow that uh, about a half hour from the south where we're staying, you could drive up and like play in the snow. And so there was snow. It it was amazing. So it's 12,000 feet height at like 3,000 feet. There was already snow. So we like parked the car and went sledding and played in the snow um, and then drove back home about a half hour later. We're like in the pool and it's sunny. And Becky was just like, your kids won't like be able to communicate with other children about like what winter is. Because that's not doesn't make any that, sense. That's true, and so, I'll also say it was very cool though. Like for someone growing up in Canada who like lived through like minus thirty winters, that was wild. Mind blown. I will also say, your kid. We have because of the '90s nostalgia throwback conversation that Jenny and somehow this was going to come back to this. <laughs> and, and I have been hosting on Mondays at noon. People should join us if they're in Clubhouse. But mm-hmm. it she is a huge perfect strangers fan which has in turn gotten me back into watching perfect strangers which has now immediately become our family show the kids watch that show aged way better than i thought it would it we are i mean it was first of all it has the best theme song of any show ever and it is so funny some of the bits they do about uh like the strangeness of America, like you're looking at through Balky's eyes in some ways. Like he talked about the ridiculousness of banking. He does this whole bit on the ridiculousness of banking, <laughs> which I really appreciated. But as I always say, when your kids come to hang out with my kids, it's going to be like my kids get their very own Balky Bartakamus <laughs> with their like, you know, Medi- well, it's not Mediterranean in your case, but it is like an island dwelling well, foreign is, cousin. Sure. Plus it's Mediterranean. Counts with an amazing accent. So I, I will enjoy them also being confused about seasons. Now I'd like to rewatch that show. Re, it's on, it's show on Hulu. It, it, it holds up really, 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 really well. I, we, we blew through the first, the first season is like almost like a pilot. It's not really the show as I remembered it, but we knocked out the first season in like a night. Um, but speaking of seasons and confusing timelines, Let's talk about Tenet. Now, Lily, yes. you you wrote the outline of today's show, but but, yes. but I'm going to host. So I'm going to ask the question that you asked that I was going to answer. So I'll pretend you, or you ask your, your, your opening question that you wanted to ask, and I will answer it. Will you show I'm, off? I'm ready. Okay, let's For do it. For a movie it. I, I mean, didn't I can, understand, I, can... I understood a lot of this movie. Okay, so I can, I mean, I can ask you. For a movie I understood, I didn't understand a lot. So I'll just ask you. I inverted it. I inverted it. Can you explain the the movie in two minutes? Go. Wait, should I time you? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay, timing you. Well, I'll I'll time you. Try to do it in two minutes. All right, well, tell me when it starts. Tell me when the timer starts. Okay, one, two, three, go. In the future... There is a group of people who have seen the destruction of the world as as we have lived it play out, and they are using a type of time travel that's different than what we normally see in Back to the Future and other things. I'll get to that in a moment to send operatives back to protect or change the timeline, depending on who you are dealing with. 
Some people are trying to use this massive algorithm, which is the MacGuffin of the movie, the thing they're looking for, that will essentially end the universe. And other people are trying to break up the pieces of this algorithm to um, prevent the end of the universe. The character at the center of this is played by John David Washington as an operative part of this mysterious organization called Tenet, Tenet. And he is thrown into a plot where he is working with agents that can travel both forward and backward in time simultaneously as they try to uncover the pieces of this plot, uh, at the center of which is a Kenneth Branagh playing a Russian oligarch who has the key to this big algorithm that can blow up the universe and his disenchanted wife, who is kind of like the femme fatale love interest slash moral center for John David Washington's character as he tries to figure out, as he tries to navigate this plot. He's joined by Robert Pattinson, who is a mysterious operative who is helping them and always seems to know a little bit more than us, the audience, and him throughout. Um, and you are left throughout the movie. I won't ruin the end. Not sure at which side he is on. Ooh, um, minute and what? 50 seconds. Okay, Man. so first of all, you're initially incorrect because they have not seen Ooh. the destruction of the world. What they know is that a technology exists that would lead to the destruction of the world. And they have task themselves because they know about this with making sure it is not reassembled. There are two separate groups. Tenet is trying to stop the device from being created. The people who created the device want to destroy the world. They're trying to reverse time backwards because the world basically, the rivers rise. They they explain it. The rivers rise. It's because of climate change, which I thought was like a rando, like funny thing to just throw in there. Like their their mission. So they have seen this technology. They've seen the end of the world. And so their only way to save the world is to reverse age the world, is to basically annihilate the universe Mm. and have time go backwards. The tenant people are trying to keep time proceeding the way it is proceeding and and, and try to make a better, Mm. try to make a better world rather than try to. But they haven't seen, but the, but the but they haven't seen the world destroyed because of the technology they're just saying they see the no, world they're trying to stop climate change basically by killing everybody those are the bad guys the good guys are trying yeah. to stop these people and who so are is, trying is to Priya annihilate the a bad guy on the bad guy side no she's no, on the good she's on she's, the tenant side she's a bad guy because she's an arms dealer but she's working with the tenant she's group. on the tenant side okay but, whoa, whoa, but whoa, that's then... like you're jumping way into it we have now really confused people. oh All right. hold on so, hold on Wait, Priya is part of the tenant side. Yes. But but then who's on the bad guy side? The bad guy side is Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh, Branagh and the mysterious people that you never see. And like his little... Like the, like the Russian-looking guy that works Okay, but him. his reason has not because of climate change. He wants to destroy the world because of, you know, the huge spoiler of like what's revealed at the very end. Well, that he like wants, if he's going to die, then the world should die with him. He's just activating it and choosing the time when to activate it. And oh, they, and they, got it. And, got and it, he's in charge it. of collecting the pieces. They picked right, him, him because right. he was a guy who um, was a a moral and b he well, was he's in the all, right place at the right time. He had been time, exposed basically. to all this plutonium when he worked in Eastern Europe, and so he was going to die of cancer anyway. And so right. they picked the right guy who could destroy the. Who would be willing to destroy the universe? They needed Got someone it. who would be willing to do it, and he—he he was the guy. That's. I think if you just knew what we just said, like if someone had told me what you're saying now, and I went to watch it, it would not ruin anything. Like I'd be going into it. would just it help you understand more, motivation. Yeah, like much more uh, like informed. And then I think if we like even said something as easy as the color coding in the movie, if you knew about that before, you'd enjoy it better. Red but is that, forward, but blue to is me, back. that's to me, that's what's but they great. Explain that to you at the end. At the end, well, the, well, but the movie is also at the beginning. I kind of like enjoy it even more. Well, that's Which maybe is designed so you watch it multiple times and get more out of it. But I'm saying I don't think any of this is a spoiler. If someone had told me all of this before. I'd be like, cool. Now so I understand. Part of the the, the, the what's what, what you have to understand in the movie, and I feel like it is worth telling people this. 
at exactly the hour and a half mark, because I looked at it, it'd be exactly in the hour and a half mark. Like the first half of the movie plays out with the main character whose eyes you're watching the movie through, not knowing what's happening. At the exact hour and a half mark, they then start, they explain to you the rules of the universe, however complicated they are, they understand it. They do some basil exposition. And then you're kind of running back through the movie you've already seen for another hour with a grand finale with like sort of a separate grand finale that then starts to make things more sense. I think that movie runs for an hour and a half without you remotely understanding what the rules are other than that. Some people are going forward right. and some people are going backwards. Right. And, and, and even when they're in the room, like the pivotal scene where the uh, cat gets shot and, you know, where they realize they have to start, they have to go back. Right. To save her or whatever. They're like you. The lighting in the room is the forward one is red and the uh, the backwards one is blue. Like oh, it, the yeah. color coding is throughout the whole movie. It's explained with the uniforms of the guys at the very end, but it's been throughout the whole movie. We just didn't notice. So and I kind of wish I knew before. So, so first of all, my general explanation I feel like explains the general thing in the movie. And what I like about this movie is that. Movies feel like now they're overly long because they're they're they have to explain you every deal deal like every nerd wants every Easter egg explained and as we've seen with the alien spinoffs like no no you don't need to know everything and I like right. that this movie is extremely challenging to understand and that not it's actually similar how I feel about the movie Us like yeah okay we could try to scientifically figure out why the movie Us right, the rules work. Right. That's or, not, yeah, the point. Right. Um, Imagine I try and figure out entropy to get the I movie mean, to make sense to you. I, I don't understand the reverse entropy, but they do do a good job later in the movie when they explain to you that if you're depending on from which universe you are, you're basically moving against the grains of time and physics or you're, or you're not. Um, again, there must be some like quantum theorist that came up with this. It, it's very hard to understand because it's not linear, but the movie repeatedly tells you if you look well, at time, right, as linear, and at one you're not point in the third act, in the in the in the third act, the um, kind of like the the guy that's that's in charge of the actual last final mission says to our protect to the protagonist to to John David Washington, he's like, if you're still thinking about time linearly, you just forget it. You don't understand. And no, that's like you're not. You shouldn't be on this mission. You shouldn't be on this mission or whatever. That's Aaron like, Taylor Johnson, BTW. Is yeah. it really? Oh, I didn't recognize. Yeah. No. So as you go into it's that great. final battle, you get that sort of setup to be like, time is not linear. You know. But, but also, I think and, a crucial thing. A, yeah. No, I just I like that. No, I like that as like a reminder right. going and, into and it. And then at the same time, time travel works differently in this movie I, I think just like i'm gonna interrupt my own self by saying all those like netflix action movies and we can get into this later that are confusing and don't make any sense are so annoying because a they're not good and b no one sat down and thought it out they're just throwing words on a page whereas you know christopher nolan and behind this this is drawn out it's just very complex and maybe he wanted to make a four and a half hour movie and cut it down to two and a half so not everything's in there but it more and less has like some sense behind it but but wait what i think is cool is that the time travel you have to wait the amount of time when you go through the turnstile to go in reverse that took me a while to figure out traveling back in time you're then sitting in a shipping container waiting for the days to pass till you get to that moment Oh, you, you are. Really yeah, I didn't catch yeah. that at all. And I rewatched so that. Yeah, that makes way, sense. That, the way that the time makes travel a lot more works sense that you're you literally, yeah, the way yeah. the time travel works in the movie is that you're literally it's, just moving backwards right. in time at the same time. It's a rewind and a fast forward, but at, at in in normal time, in real time. That's wild. So okay, sit, that makes. You have, to, you have to sit and wait. So Becky was like, "Why the hell are they sitting in that box?" And I was like, "You're right." And I looked it up. Like I didn't come up with this by myself. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot more sense." I intuitively understood that in terms of going back in time because one of the things, and this reminded me a little bit of Twelve Monkeys, another movie that has some funky time travel rules, where right. that and they had established this. And this is what is cool about this movie: if you're thinking hard, if you're paying attention, and you're not asking to be spoon fed, they did establish the rule that people in the future are putting things in a place and then those things because of reverse entropy are are manifesting in the past 
in mm-hmm. that exact place, which is how they were getting things to um, right, 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 right. posterity. Brana, Kenneth Branagh. Like, and, and the whole posterity thing. Aaron Taylor Johnson, the character Ives, who helps at the end, end climax scene, he he's a soldier of posterity, he says. He's what been waiting. Oh. He's been in reverse, then he oh. goes back forward, but he's been waiting from the future to get to this moment. That, like, oh, that makes like, sense why he knows are. why all those soldiers yeah, he knows know so, so much. They're so prepared. Got it. Right. They've they they they've been waiting for this moment. That's that's really so, cool. And 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 so I, I would say like there's the talking about the roles, the, all the rules of this movie. But I would say the big question for me is this. And this is my question for you all. And I think this like frames where we go, and then we can get into characters and things like that. Is this movie? a confusing mess of Christopher Nolan fetishes of like time travel and memento, right? right. Like, is it just, just like a, is it a mashup Him of getting to, to make his like stew of all the things he wanted to make in a movie now that he's famous. Right. Exactly. Or is it an ambitious, almost masterpiece? Is it really like, he's just like bending your brain and I'm, the rules I'm leaning and- to the former. You're no, leaning I'm leaning. Back. No, I'm I mean, sorry, I'm leaning to the ladder. Ladder. You're going in reverse. No, I'm leaning for the fact that that it really is mind bending because right. I actually am curious. I am curious to rewatch it and see what the experience is like the second time, understanding more. And I, I, I think right. while watching it, I thought, you know, there's it doesn't quite make sense, and why does he care so much about this woman, and who is you know. And then I, I think though that it is a very high, it's a very elevated film. Now, what what I believe separates Nolan from a lot of other directors is that his films and his characters are quite cold. Mm. There's right, and I think what where 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 as viewers we push back being like, well, was it that good is because we're used to all of these films, especially when we think about, you know, superhero films, right? These big action films, they have to pull on our heartstrings and we get so emotionally attached and, and he doesn't operate that way. Even a movie like Memento where it's a tragic tragic personal, right? It's a a tragic personal story about a man losing his wife. The characters are quite cold and quite non-emotional, almost like robotic. Um, so I think like, that's, a I huge think John David, right. But I think the protagonist is probably one of the warmer characters he's ever written because he has this like intense, like moral and like even heartfelt, you know, desire to help this mom. Yeah. But it, but it, but it's, but it's just like, but it's, but still, it's, it's very, not a love story. Um, he's not, it's like in yeah. Tom, Mission Impossible when he always ends up with like a wife at the end of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so I, I I I am with you. I think this movie. I applaud. I applaud Nolan for showing us time travel in something that we haven't seen before. Seen before. Yeah. That's like real tough. Yeah. And when you think back to the Matrix, when the Matrix sort of changed everything, the Matrix is still a movie that you, the first one in particular that you can understand. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the reasons why I think that second and third one just nobody gets now, those are not as good movies, but like they just get so weird. And like, what are the rules that people can't connect to them? Like the Matrix is easier. This movie is is tough on the brain, but I think this is, I like this a thousand times more than Inception. I think this was a much better movie than Inception. Well, that's interesting. I liked the very narrow cast in this i didn't it didn't have was, that yeah, like a team sort of nonsense right. um i thought i, I thought there's like four characters in this movie yeah i thought that was really cool um and i liked that it, i mean inception also was mind-bending but i just i thought this movie was more interesting and i thought the the effects and stuff that they did with the reverse and forward things happening at the same time Mm-hmm. That literally is something I've never seen before. That I don't know. Inception was a lot of like world building on the spot, but this was stuff that it was like watching an Escher painting. 
while an action well, movie was right. happening where you under where you felt stakes like how do you do that well, that's incredible well the other the other thing again that is exciting about nolan you know you think about his the history of the way that he directs action sequences is that he leans far more into practical effects right remember when he did dark night the big mm-hmm. deal is how I much it's practical yeah how much of it's practical effects and so when we were watching i was like you don't so, understand how incredible these special effects are so what vlad and what vlad uh, initially complained he's like i don't know these car chasings aren't that cool i'm like yeah except that they're real like that they're <laughs> right I mean, for the exactly. most part so they're so like these scenes are phenomenal because they're I mean for the most part they're really happening there's no there's like I like I feel like remember that barely CGI in this movie and barely like digital like reconstruction and stuff and I'm sure there's plenty with the whole inverted thing but when they do the four truck like attack on the on the armored car that Mm -hmm. I, I was like this is amazing I don't want more I don't need more I don't need like what was that the the triple not the triple one, but the one with Ryan Reynolds where I couldn't even finish it on Netflix. Ugh, six Underground? I, six like, I've never low, seen so whatever. many fucking explosions in that movie. Like, it's, like, enough. You know what I mean? It was so annoying. I don't remember. This I don't was, remember that one at all. Also, This was, was just, ne- like, really clear-cut, I feel like, action sequences that were so cool to watch. And with Nolan, the details really, like, his details are small. There's a scene that they show you multiple times. You don't realize you're going to see multiple times when he bounces the case with the MacGuffin off the hood of a car and it like right. goes yes. into Kenneth Branagh's hands and it right. defies physics, but in a very subtle way, but it looks so real where you're like, what just happened? How did he just exactly. bounce that off a car? But it doesn't right. look fake. And it, it works and like, it works because of like the whole inverted thing. And the and the scene where he's fighting, you know, where he's fighting this sort of hooded character, we'll try not to give that away. Um, but but what I also found interesting is that there was a lot of this movie on a on a big like 50,000 foot level, I predicted. Meaning very early in the movie, I was like, well, obviously the person he's working for is himself. Obviously the person no, that I, Pattinson that I, he's working for is himself. I wasn't... Yeah, I said it to Ali like an hour. I wasn't surprised, but I I didn't get that he was working for himself. I I, I, I knew that everybody I think knew that Pattinson was clearly more than he seemed. But but I was convinced Pattinson was was his guy. Like I I, I was pretty. I was. Well, he pretty... gives it up. I guess you're right. He gives it up when he tells him you don't drink on the job. That's for like the biggest clue. He knows he, him. Yeah, he knows him, and 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 I also knew that like whatever it was, it wasn't plutonium, right? Like there were a lot, of, but I think that that is okay. Because this movie then doesn't also try to throw a bunch of like crazy twisty twists on top of being insanely complicated because it it, like allows the movie to be a traditional movie and at the same time blows your mind at the same time. I I think, Um, sorry, Beck, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I was sorry. Let's talk about the characters and the acting if we can move on. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I will will just say one quick thing. I, I appreciate a movie that is designed in a way that it's not the movie's fault that you didn't get it all the first time and you're you're meant to go back and rewatch and rewatch and enjoy the experience in a different way they're few and far between and so that's why i would say like definitely leaning to masterpiece to like sum that up because i like would love to watch this again with all the information that we have yeah watch it together i mean just to sit down and watch this together again it's apparently i don't know if you guys saw i don't i didn't remember seeing this but Apparently the actual, like he has a piece of the algorithm, right? And it's not in the red case that he throws to Brenna, right? He's he's tricking him. But he par- apparently chucks it into the silver car that's inverted that is a, his other self with the mask that we then see from a different point of view. Oh, wow. That's what was going on there. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. There's, so there's tons there's of like a lot. Like so yeah. part of what, so part of what made this movie so watchable and so engaging for me and again i got to compare it to these netflix garbage movies which have great charismatic characters but and actors but who just don't seem like either the directors didn't you know capture the right performance or they're just rushing through it but john david washington robert pattinson robert pattinson who i i love robert pattinson and Kristen stewart i can't stand the twilight movies but both of them i think are fantastic but pattinson who i recently saw in the lighthouse is amazing in this movie 
John David Washington is amazing. Kenneth Branagh, you know, one of the actors of our time. And then there's like one or two other people. But these folks are committed to this film and to these characters. Can you turn the... And I... Is someone playing with my keyboard or mouse? Hey, Can you turn the the Bluetooth Bluetooth connection off? Can you mute yourself? Back Back, Should I just mute her? You have to mute her. Uh, um, and so they're they are they are just um they're so committed and so charismatic that I absolutely love uh I loved watching them. I was sort of like, I don't really get what's going on, but I can exactly but that's that's also like so crucial because I bet you uh, some part of no one is no one is like, okay, people have to hang in here. They're not gonna understand a lot of this, but these guys are so great. Everyone wants to keep watching. And they're all in on this movie, right? Like John yes. David Washington is not half-assing a performance here. Now, you know, he he's not, he's a big movie star, but he's not as big as he's going to be. I mean, to me, John David right. Washington is the future. He's going to yeah. be, yeah, huge. And, and even like Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I think is fantastic. He's a, a great actor. He's got a small part, but he's so good in the part. You know what I mean? Like he's he's wonderful in the part, and um, the guy him Himish uh, Patel from oh yeah he was was in yesterday. He was great. Yeah, he's great. He was so great. Um, When they're talking about the the airplane, when they're talking about what they're going to do to the airplane, and yeah, yeah. and he's like, "What? They're they're going to be fine. I'll just chuck them out the the slide." I thought he was great. I thought he was, I like the way they team him up with um, Elizabeth, uh, well, cat in the movie, but Kat. Elizabeth Debicki's uh, character at the end. Um, so um, everybody really brings it in this but movie. But I was, I was, you know, so interesting about Robert Pattinson is that I haven't really seen him in watch. I saw the first Twilight, but I think that's one of the only things I've ever seen him in. So I don't, really know i know him as like a uh, celebrity but i don't in harry potter four yes in that <laughs> role as well but i don't i really don't know him very well as an actor i don't know his performances and he was t- i mean now i'm like i'll watch him what are we watching him in what are we watching next like, go watch him in the lighthouse great. it's a really hard movie to watch great. but he is so great it's just there's just him and willem dafoe yelling at each other for an hour and a half <laughs> and okay. he's so good in it um, but I also love here's a guy who was this heartthrob character, you know, big time star. He's going to be in the new Batman. He could just be doing movies where he's at like lower quality movies where he's at the top of the bill, more Twilight nonsense, whatever, or do some like and he's playing a supporting role in this bigger Nolan thing and giving True. everything he's got. True, but can I, if you don't mind me going a bit out of order with the questions, that does bring an excellent like entry into the point of is he the hero though? He's not the, the protagonist, story. which is a great bit about the story. The, he is the, a hero sto- of the story. Wait, what made you think at the end that maybe he's not that you weren't sure what side he was on? What made you say that? Who or were you talking about him? Me? Or were you talking about at the very beginning, you're like, oh, and then it ends, and you're not sure who's on which side. Who said I didn't that? say that. Somebody, I didn't say I that. I thought one of you guys said that at the beginning of this. No, no. I, 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 I'm saying that, like, it's a bit part. It, he's a sidekick, but oh, at the very beginning of our, all right, whatever. No, I, I don't remember saying that, but I'm saying that the Pattinson is a bit part, right, Chai, like you're saying. It's a juicy role, though, because he's. Uh, got, a great he's charismatic role. and he's like a, a, a way more knowledgeable spy. He's got to downplay it. And in the end, he's the hero like of the, of the like general story. story. He take, you know what I mean? He yeah. has to die. I mean, sorry, spoiler alert. It, it doesn't really spoil it though, but right. Like he, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I know really what you're talking about. You no, oh, okay. no, so like talk- he, so, so he, so I'm saying that like, you don't even see his, well, you see his reverse death on screen, I guess, but you don't even like necessarily like he doesn't get all that shining moment, but when he walks away and says goodbye to uh, John David Washington and goes into the helicopter, he's got to go take a bullet for him. Right. And that's his next thing that he has that's to do. His, his next thing that he has to go do. And I'm like, 
this is a phenomenal role. I feel like, you know, that's where I don't understand how time works because at that point, is he going to go reverse himself again to go take? Yeah. Yeah. But that's where I also say, that's where I also say, just watch the But that's where I would also say is just like, let's rewatch the movie and try to figure all those things out and focus instead on and focus instead on sort of the performance and how he makes that compelling. Because both of them together, to be honest, like there's this moment where he says, oh, we get it. We get up to some adventures or we get up to some stuff together where I'm like, yes, please give me the James Bond movie of John (laughs) David Washington and Robert Pattinson. I don't care. Like, I know. Th- like, I would watch them in a hundred Mission Impossible movies with no time travel yeah. after watching this movie. <laughs> their <laughs> chemistry was fantastic. And yeah, um, yeah, their chemistry was just fantastic. And they were great roles. That's the thing, too. It's like, I think the Netflix has a lot of problems with it. And those actors are good actors. It's also like the writing for them. Like, you know, and the writing yeah. in this, every line is, you know, done really well, measured and delivered excellently. So. All right. So overall, I'm hard buy on this movie. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I want to see it sure. again. You need to buy it because you need to watch it multiple times. <laughs> right, exactly. It's And I, so and like, I think that's with a bunch of friends if you and, need to, but like watch it more than once. And I don't know the whole story with his box office and it having a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, which we know is nonsense anyway. But like the fact that this movie was sort of viewed as the thing that during the pandemic didn't save movies as it was supposed to. And then you compare that to wonder woman, which was, was confusing just because they didn't tell the whole story. <laughs> they, 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 they could like, no. like I was I lo- thinking about wonder woman during this. That's so funny. And I, w- I forget. Oh, I can't. I'll connect the thought later. But I was thinking about like a big contrast between well, some about the about the bad guy in Wonder Woman versus the bad guy in this. <laughs> the, the, there, there, there were there were these were the two movies that were supposed to save, you know, movie theaters and Wonder Woman saved it. But like Wonder Woman's like a really easy movie to like, like you in both movies, you have to turn yourself over and sort of not ask too many questions about the plot because you just have to like enjoy what's yes. happening and let it unfold but, but the, in tenant there's actually like a really really well constructed plot that you want to go back right and learn. the the difference is i don't give a shit about the plot of wonder woman like i know it doesn't matter to me i don't care i don't think it's there but it's also rewatch treasure hunt sure fine but i'm not and i'm, I'm not never rewatching wonder woman are you out no. of your mind i've already watched like watching half it. of it a second time it's just because i like no. i love those actors and the it's fun but no fine sure re-watching. watch it again for fun but i'm saying is that tenant i want to understand the plot and i like i've read a bunch of articles and like i'm not going as far as like reddit forums but i'm just, like those people like because of those forums i now understand a lot better because the articles i've read I compile all that stuff and the people that wrote articles about the movie have seen it five times right to like i feel like i feel like it. with I think that's a lot of fun i feel like with tenant with with christopher nolan he's he's not saying i don't have to explain my art to you I think what he's saying is if you watch this movie enough times, you'll understand my art. It's right. all there for you. You just have to do the work. And that and, that's and, why I think it's a And you're gonna movie. have to suspend belief on certain things like you do in every movie. Like I'm not gonna pretend to like, you know, explain yeah, this movie was great and gritty. Also, it's just nice um, to see time travel done in a different way. You know, Back to the Future right. is amazing. But it, it's and Avengers tries to do the same thing where it's like, look, everybody thinks Back to the Future is a definitive story of time travel, but there are lots of other ways to understand it. But like this movie was also way better than those that last Avengers movie, like way better, way more interesting. Um, are you going to do MVP? Yeah, let's do MVP. Yeah, let's let's okay. do MVPs. OK, so Lily, your MVP. My MVP is going to be uh, Washington. Because I just like every time his like face was on the screen, I just was like, I just enjoyed it so much. You know what I mean? And and when his face was covered and he was talking, it sounds like Denzel Washington, <laughs> which is so cool. Um, I just like, and when you say next generation, it's literally like the progeny of one of the greatest actors of all time behaving in a way that like is like elevating but even i, I think know, he's a better I, I, I think he's a better right. action star than his dad i think right he, exactly he's, he fits he's the born 
He fits right. the born. But also, like, look, John David Washington, when was the first time you heard that guy's name? You heard it, what, Ballers? What? Like, yeah, I, and then this, Black Klansman. Exactly, and then Black Klansman. But it's not like... You know, unfortunately for poor Will Smith's son, like where Will Smith is like putting his son in every movie, you know, like John David Washington. I feel like this guy's earned his place. Like I if you if I never knew he was Denzel Washington's son, he would be absolutely one of my favorite actors right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm also going to say to do with um, I'm I'm also going to say John David Washington, the protagonist. But for me, because of his arc and his growth. And I think in, this is like a complicated movie. And then for him to also have growth as a character and to develop and you see the transformation in the performance, I thought he was just very compelling to, to watch throughout. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just realized, as you said that the name of his character is protagonist, which I think is is. so cool. He's the, he's the protagonist and he says it. It's so the, cool because it, he says, it's also, I'm the protagonist. And it's she goes, you're also one of the protagonists. <laughs> it's also one of the things that says, it's also one of the things that says, yes, certain things we're going to just make totally clear to you about this movie because so much of it is hard mm-hmm. to understand. So like, he's the guy, yeah. he's the protagonist. It's a, it's so a great bit. I agree with John David, but my MVP is going to be like, not a person because in this case, or be. Well, I guess it relates to people because I'm going to accept the fact that John David Washington is like my favorite part of this movie. And then and then, of course, Pattinson, the sound. I think the sound. Oh, in this I was movie thinking about that, too. Was so amazing. It's, the way it's funny it, is I, I read a lot of articles criticizing it, that the sound I was going to ask Becky phenomenal. what she thought. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. You didn't find a lot mind. of the time it the the noise muffled what they were saying. But that's or but like, that's well, it. I, that was on it was so deliberate the the snipping okay. of the sound sounded like reversed sound a lot of the time like it was disorienting yes, it, it was well, it was so apparently the, the reason that Branagh uses the walkie talkie is because it's translating his like backwards talk yes we like, saw the movie we right. know that i'm right? talking about yeah but no, i'm but talking I'm about saying, i'm talking about the score why. i'm talking about no, the but it, no, it's it's about in, the, in reference to uh, the to the backwards okay. talking. But can just shy just finish his thought? Thank you. Because you just cut him off like four times. Just I want to hear what he was gonna. He never actually said what he liked about the sound. <laughs> Go. The the noises, there were those abrupt noises like in the in the, like that were always blaring throughout the movie. Um uh that were always blaring throughout the movie that were like aggressive, but they felt like they were really tell they were part of telling the story. It wasn't just those ominous like gong sounds that they put in sci-fi movies. It was so deliberate. And to me, it was so unique because it was also ambitious and gutsy because it was really unsettling. But it like he and he made a movie that was hard to watch where I actually appreciated it. So that's um, what, that, what I I particularly like the sound in the in the reverse scenes, right? When, when the reverse fight scene in the in the Freeport, you know, like that scene in particular really got me the way it was muted down, and you're hearing it anyways. That that scene is when I I think I locked into how brilliant the sound is. Um, wow. Yeah. So all right, most imp- there. most or so. Let's go least valuable. Least valuable, Lily. Who is your LVP? Cat the Elizabeth. The oh, agreed. Agreed. That was I mean, the, she wasn't bad. She's a great actress, but I didn't really care if she, like, whatever she does. And yeah. she risks blowing up the entire world forever because she just, like, can't not get revenge. That's lame. It looks well, out it's for also, her, but it's, it's annoying. I get that she's supposed to be, like, shy with thinking, oh, she's kind of, like, the, the moral center, perhaps, or the femme fatale, but, like, it doesn't quite make sense to me why... John David Washington, why the protagonist is willing to sacrifice the entire planet for just like one lady. It would have been cooler maybe a connection with. if they would have told him that they need her for the mission, like that they can't let her die then because they need her to recover and go back and stop, like hold him off from killing himself so they can defuse the bomb. Basically, like as just like him being a nice guy was like a bit. Well, except that the only reason that happens is because he gives up the last piece of the algorithm to save her, which I that moment I was like, that doesn't hold for me. But but it could be an Avengers Endgame situation where they also have to 
uh, whatever to, to your point you're right but it could be a situation where he has to like all of that has to play out right if he knows but doesn't know what he knows right and and what priya says to him at the end that oh like you used her it was on purpose yeah he was he was using her because i guess they calculated the only way to to stall kenneth branagh right at the end was to have her go back and play herself but yeah and she remember was... that Priya and all them are using him to give it up to they want Kenneth Branagh to have all of them together so that they could stop it right Priya's oh. he, she, she's like he goes you just used me basically to bungle the whole thing so that you, you could have it right where you want it and then she's like yeah but you you're using Kat so it's just like you're not any better than me Either way, Kat was the least interesting, the yeah. least compelling, least compelling. It was hard to care about her and her son and all of that. And 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 that. All right. Most She's extremely imp- tall. Extremely She's like tall. seven feet tall. Very tall. And Australian. Wow. But, uh, She's a great actress. It's not like a fault of hers. Just the character, like the whole story, her storyline and the character, you know, she's great in Widows. Um, and the night manager, she's 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 a good actress. It's just mm-hmm. like a, the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, it's hard. It's the 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 earned part with her. I guess again, if you rewatch it with the idea that she was an integral piece of the puzzle the whole time, and that it wasn't really John David Washington was like in love with her or something. In fact, the question I have at the end is is that is his next move he's going to kill her? That she's the last loose end. Is that the next thing that is going to happen? Because Nolan always leaves you with a question mark at the end. Is that the question mark we're left with? Well, I guess he saved her from being killed. If he wanted her dead, wouldn't he just let her? Yeah, but he made a point to Neil, to Pattinson at at the beginning, where he says, if someone's going to kill you, it'll be me. I'll make the choice. So he doesn't want other people to do it. So maybe. Got it. I don't yeah. think he's going to kill her. But All we're right, not that, that invested in one. her survival, which is, that's maybe a flaw. We're just like, eh, maybe he kills her. As opposed to the spinning top at the end of Inception, right? Where you're like, oh, is it real or not? All right. Most improved? Right. Oh, yeah. Most improved? Oh, for me? Mm-hmm. Or, or, for me, it's Robert Pattinson. Because I effing hate that guy. From... <laughs> The Twilight movies, like he's the worst piece of shit actor. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, I was like, this guy, like, I don't understand how he was cast in this role. I was just like, this movie's a hot mess, and he's the worst, and she's the worst. Like, everything about that movie is the worst. Now, clearly, either he's gotten better at acting, or that movie's terrible, and he's actually great. And his improval over the last ten years or fifteen years from whenever that movie came out probably 15, 20 years, I guess, is mind-boggling. I could not take my eyes off of him either, and I thought he was amazing. So Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Our Pat is, like, in my good books now. <laughs> He, he's great. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I, great. I thought he was great. I'm going to give it to Branna. Haven't seen him in a while. Nice to see him as a, Allie kept saying, as we're watching it, why did they pick Kenneth Branna to play a Russian villain? I'm like, I don't know, but it's just fun to he's see great. him acting he's up great. a storm. He's, because he's a great actor. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I guess they could have picked someone Russian, but you know, I thought, I thought he's he an was, awesome actor. I thought he was, I thought he was a good villain. All right, let's go do do some shout outs and Rex and wrap the show. Lily, what are you watching? That isn't tenant. What am I watching? Season two of a code. Uh, Cause that's got two seasons. So we ended like the season one and like had to start the first episode of season two kind of like right away. And um, yeah, so far really good. I recommend that show on Netflix, Australian like mystery suspense thriller. Beck, how about you? Pretty much it. Watching a lot of Rescue Dragons with my three year old. <laughs> That's about all. That's awesome. That's I love watching shows with my kids. You just it's keep great. training it's them because really, one. It's absolutely adorable. One day it'll be perfect strangers. That's all I can say. She said, I know. She says, and she goes, Mommy, mommy, come watch a show with me. Oh, mommy, come watch my show with me. That's my and dream. I get I on can't the couch. We snuggle. She goes, Let's watch rescue dragons. I'm the red dragon. Go, okay. <laughs> she, you know, I'm the purple dragon who burps. That's I'm purple, the, pur- <laughs> the purple dragon who burps all the time. That's and, my, that's the one she's told me. And I'll just say, I put uh, what I'm watching up at the top of the show. Uh, just the Dana DiLorenzo saga continues. The mo- the yes. next installment in it was Bet Lily was having a rough day. 
And Beck and I knew how important Get the Rhythm, Get the Rhythm from Perpetual Grace was. So we put in a request to her for a cameo. And one of the best cameo, I mean, we've had a lot of really good cameos, but that was pretty amazing what she did. Well, say that again. I missed the, that was pretty amazing. I missed what you said. Dana DiLorenzo, the cameo she did for you was amazing. Oh, yes. I didn't know if you were, I couldn't hear the end. Were you asking me a question? <laughs> I was saying, yeah, it was, pretty, it was like a Canadian oh, it was, ass. It was a very Montreal accent kind of ass. I was, uh, it was the yeah, statement no, with like a little bit amazing. of a question mark. A, um, it was amazing a. because I don't think it counts as a cameo. It was a video. Like I got sent a video because it was long and she was wonderful. And she did the whole mantra multiple times that I would probably play. I'll probably play it for myself. Um, just that last bit over and over again. Because the mantra is good already and then to have someone from the show actually say the mantra to you personally is just like amazing and i feel like she really knows that she's really whether she likes it or not she's part of the family now (laughs) she's yeah yeah yeah. and like goals in life she's unfortunately for her there will now be like a a triple assault on her to come on this podcast yeah because she via twitter so because we don't we don't want to wear her down when we bring someone on, even if they're famous, like it's because we want them to be part of the family. It's not because, oh, yeah. oh, we want to have that famous person so we can talk to that famous person. We look for guests that we feel like for feel sure. like they're sitting at our table with us, having fun with us. And so she was just going to be perfect one day when we when were able to 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 get her on the show. OK, uh, with that, Becky, where can people follow you? At paper. BK Princess on Twitter. Lil, where can people follow you? Chichi, C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram. Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram is for the podcast or Friday Night Movie Pod.com. Please join us in checking out. And if you see fit, um, uh, we definitely see fit supporting. The NAACP Legal Defense Fund and the Equal Justice Initiative, two really important organizations doing important things for our democracy in this country. And um, with that, the theme music from What Does It Eat will kick in and we will dance our way into this. This is being recorded the day of the Super Bowl, which means coming up will be our Super Bowl commercials review, hopefully with Bobby Buttons returning again. So stay tuned. That episode's coming. Very exciting. Love you guys and talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.